The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Um, have a listen to this. Horrific things happen to small children. It's very, very difficult for a child to talk about what happened, let alone feel about what happened. It's also very difficult for an adult to process what happened to a child. So not only does the child need lifelong support around the horror that they shouldn't have experienced, but they did, but the adult needs to know the right responses and the right way to deal with helping that child because they're not standard responses and they're not things that people would know how to deal with ordinarily. For, for a child who has suffered child abuse, there are lifelong triggers involved. It's not something that you just get over. And it's not just, um, it's not just the physical act of the abuse that happens to the child. The child carries the effect and the emotional and the, the trauma of that for years and years and years. Horrors that happen to a child when they're small can be re-triggered by simple things like a smell or a door banging in the background or a noise or a voice or a piece of music or maybe the dark, you know. And sometimes when, th- when things like this happen to children, they can't always verbalise because they don't have the language. As an adult, you have a language that, that, that you're able to say what's right and what's wrong. And you know what's right and what's wrong. But a small child doesn't know what's right and what's wrong. They only know what their body experienced and what their minds experienced. When you listen to a child who makes a disclosure, it's an unbelievable experience. And it's something that everybody will need help with processing. Never mind the child themselves. So to leave a child sitting with that kind of trauma is just further abuse to the abuse that has happened already. There are no alternative services. This is really, really specialised and it's crucial, absolutely crucial. And not providing these services is further abuse of children. Now that searing account of the damage that child sexual abuse creates brings into stark focus the need to help those children. And an organisation, Children at Risk Ireland, or CARI, was set up to do just that, to support child victims of sexual abuse and their families. But here's the problem. It needs immediate funding or it will be forced to close its doors. The service is the only organisation outside of Dublin that provides long-term therapeutic care to children from the age of three who are affected by child sexual abuse. Now, joining me to talk about this is uh, Emer O'Neill, Carrie CEO and Clinical Officer, and Tony Delaney, Child Sexual Abuse Survivor and Carrie Ambassador. Good morning and welcome to you both. Um, obviously, we'll be discussing matters of a sense of nature, so if you've got uh, little ears around, perhaps it might be best to divert them from our conversation. Emer, uh, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Um, how much does it cost uh, to run Carrie every year? Um, it currently, it costs 1.1 million to run Carrie every year, Pat, and to provide the services that we have in Dublin, Wexford and Limerick. Now, how much money do you have to raise yourselves? How much is provided in some way by the state? So, Pat, currently um, we get um, um, 336,000 core funding um, from uh, TUSLA and we get top-ups from them as well. And then we have to fundraise. Um, And currently we we don't have stable funding and we need stable funding in order to keep the service um, functioning and, and the doors open. Now, let's talk about how the service uh, came about. 
one would imagine that what you are doing is a vital service and that the state should be providing it. How come it's a voluntary um, stroke professional organisation outside of the state that has been charged with this business? Um, Carrie was set up in... um 1989 by a group of people who felt that um, child sexual abuse really needed the support. Um, We have been providing the support for over 35 years um, and this is why we're making appeals to the government is that we need stable funding. Carrie needs to be able to provide the service um, it does to the children because they matter. Um, So they do. So it's really, really important that we get the funding needed um, to stay stable so that we can continue on to provide the service. We have over 134 children waiting for our service throughout Ireland. And we're outside Dublin, we're the only national service um, to be able to provide the specialised. And some of these children are waiting two to three years. And this is why we've put out an appeal to government. We're asking for stable funding to be able to meet these such important needs of these children. Now, you mentioned you have 134 children and obviously children and their families are all affected by abuse, perhaps within the family. Uh, And how many are you currently treating? So from January to October, Pat, we saw 78 um, children and supported 77 parents. Today in our service, we have 50 children. And these children are really, really important and they really matter. It's very distressing for them to be told that our doors would close because we haven't got adequate, stable funding. Um, and this is what we want to change. We want to be able to go into 2024 with stable funding and for them to know that they can come into, the, into therapy and, and feel safe and feel that they can trust us and feel that the service is not going to be gone because we don't have the proper funding. Now, I describe you, uh, obviously, as the CEO of CARI, but also clinical officer. So you might explain to us um, therapeutically what exactly your service does. Uh, and there are a number of locations as well. It's not everywhere, but it is in a number no. of non-Dublin locations. So we work with the age of 3 up to 18. Um, we provide um therapy, um, um, play therapy, art therapy, music therapy, um, uh, family therapy um, to children and families. So they come into our service. For every child and family that come into the service, they get a therapist for the the child and a therapist um, for the family. Um, And that's to be able to support them um, to be able to respond to their child because children really find it difficult. Um, They don't have the language. um, They can be very uh, distressed. There can be suicide ideation, self-harm. They can blame them themselves and they've a loss of control um, and we support them to be able to work through this process so that they can engage in life and that they don't feel um, unsafe they can trust people and that even with school that they can they can go into school and engage um, in in their education um, what we do is really really important um, and again I'm back to it's this is why we need the funding this is why we've gone out um, and put an appeal out to government yeah. um, to look for the proper funding Now, how long does a child and a parent uh, stay in therapy? Um, it really depends, Pat, on, on, the, on the child and the family. So we would have children in our service for a year, but we have had children up to three years. So you're saying from at least 20 sessions up to three years. And, and this is where it's really important. When a child comes into our service, we don't know um, how long it's going to take for them to be able to, to move through the therapy. It's, it's client-led, it's child-led, it's taken at their pace, because if you rush them, 
you know, it has, it creates, I suppose, anxiety for them. It takes a while for them to trust us and be able to develop the relationship in order to be able to explore and process the impact of child sexual abuse. Now, where does the therapy happen? I mean, do you have premises um, that are uh, easily accessible by people? Where is there a location? I'm trying to work out where the money goes. Obviously, you pay professional therapists. You also probably have heat, light, rent, all of that. Absolutely. We've um, overheads, therapists, um, administration. So we have a centre in Limerick and we have a centre in Dublin and we have an outreach um, in, in Wexford. But we also provide, I suppose, we have a helpline and we also provide um, parent support. So even before um, children come into our service, uh, parents, we would meet with parents and talk to them about the impact um, of child sexual abuse and the trauma. Um, so even before they come in, we're providing support. So from the day, first day that a parent has been told that by the child that they have been hurt. They, they phone us and we support them through that journey. Yeah, um, it does seem like the kind of service that the, the state should be providing, but is happy, I presume, that organisations like yours are out there doing some of the heavy lifting for them. And that's demonstrated by the fact that Tusla do provide some of your funding. Um, what needs to happen? I mean, do you need to be brought within them if you like, the umbrella of the state more to be set up on some sort of statutory basis? Or are you happy to continue on, but, you know, have more reliable funding from Tusla and the state? We, we'd be very happy to get more reliable funding um, from, from Tusla and the state. Um, we know that Tusla have said that they haven't the budget to, to provide stable funding for us. And this is why we've made an appeal to government. And we are in conversations with government, um, with Roger O'Gorman, Minister Roger O'Gorman and Minister Kieran O'Donnell um, as well. But it was, we want stable funding. These children need to have the proper service, a specialised okay. service that's stable. Okay, but, but your service, as I say, you, it was set up, uh, what you say, 35 years ago in order to yes. provide uh, a service where there was no service. Uh, nowadays, Thusla, I presume, is responsible. What happens to children who go to Thusla and what kind of waiting list are they on? Um, I'm, I wouldn't, I'm not sure about that, but I know the waiting list that we have is up to two to three years past. And that's not good enough. Two to three years. If you're a parent or your child has just disclosed that your child has been, has been sexually abused and you phone and you're waiting for a service for two to three years, that's not OK. That's why we need stable funding. We need to be able to respond to these children and parents in a timely manner when they need it. Yeah, I'm just wondering how Tusla do. If you know, you're doing the best you can and you still have a long waiting list, a child might have to wait one or two years before they get the therapy they so vitally need. I'm wondering how quickly Tusla provide their service, um, or, or are they? You don't. Um, you I probably don't, can't I don't comment on. I can't answer. No, yeah. I pass. I can't. Well, we no. try and find out from Tusla exactly yes. how quickly they see children who are reported uh, to be the victims of sexual abuse. Uh, uh, Tony Delaney is listening to all of this. He's a, a carry ambassador. Tony, good morning. Morning, Pat. Um, you yourself uh, came out eventually about uh, what had happened to you, and uh, it took years, decades, before that happened. What kind of damage was done in the intervening years because you didn't get the support of an outfit like Carrie? Yeah, Pat, I suppose, to be honest, I didn't probably understand for years that damage was done and until it started affecting, you know, you know, in, as in my latter years, 
you know, in my twenties, thirties, you know, I'm fifty two now, and I, I, you know, got to got to court this year. Um, I didn't tell him until I was thirty seven years of age. Um, the effect that I have it's 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 actually hard even to explain. And I say this to people that unless you've gone through it, but it has you gather major traits in your life. Um, some can be good, some can be bad, but you have so many questions and. I suppose one of the ways that I dealt with it over the years from about 18 until my late 30s, even early 40s was, um, you know, I would binge drink a lot and that was my my go to place. And, you know, as I said, I kept it a dark secret until I was 37 years of age. It just all came crashing down on top of me. And the effect it have is absolutely massive and in your family life, relationships, everything. So, so you, uh, as a parent and so on, you found that when you look back on it, it impacted the way you would have parented yourself? Oh, completely. Well, I was a young parent as well, Pat, and you know what I mean? And I have the age gap between my kids and now have a seven-year-old as well, a 34 and 32-year-old. So, like, I see it now completely and um, the impact it had. And, you know, if I could turn back the clock and be the father I am today rather than the way I was growing up, but I didn't understand any of this. Um, I had nowhere to go and, you know, just, it just wasn't spoken about. And, and it still to this day isn't spoken about. It's a real taboo subject. And I totally believe that people have to address the whole issue, even people using the abbreviation CSA, child sexual abuse, that it has to be addressed once and for all. And it's happening on a daily basis. And, you know, I just look at the internet over the last seven days. I'd say there's been six to seven people jailed in the last seven to ten working days again over, and they use the word historical, which it happened, but it's not historical for the people that were at the, you know, the, yeah. the survivors of child of child sexual abuse. It is not historical. Yeah. Now, but for uh, children... When, when you actually then uh, opened up about it, uh, what did your o- older children, uh, how did they react when they realised that dad was carrying this burden for so many years? Um, look, it was strange again because Pat no one knew how to deal with it and look, we're here to help you if you need any help. And, you know, and then it doesn't, it's not really spoken about because it's no one, no one actually feels comfortable enough to deal with it and it has been swept under the carpet for years and... Um, you know, so it, it took a while. Look, I had the support around my family. So it was my, my wife, you know, Elaine has been a major support, you know, in the last you know, number of years. You know what I mean? Particularly about the last 10 years we're together and we're just going unmarried seven years and the weekend. But it, um, you know, without that support and being able to, and it took a lot of understanding, you know, in particular from them as well, in particular Elaine to understand that, you know, how things can affect you and, yeah. you know, and then I have all these unanswered questions. But look, oh, I suppose, Pat, I have to say I'm I'm humbled enough and privileged to say that I came out the right side of it. Um, but the impact it had, I, you know, it's, it's, it's just, I said, it's just hard, too hard to explain. And, yeah. uh, well, children, what really is so bothering about all of this uh, and so grim and gruesome is the fact that it's always a person that the kid... It, almost inevitably, a person the kid trusts. Well, it's it his pattern, and one of the things that we talk about is, you know, the supports, but also we have to look at the whole prevention around this and awareness. And if you go back in it, it's nine times out of ten, or ninety-nine times out of a hundred, nearly, um, 
someone that was in a position of trust. Yeah. And that is the sad part about all of this. And the one thing I would say to the people listening today and to the government is that if the likes of carry closes, the three main traits out of child sexual abuse are drug, addi- drug addiction, alcoholism and suicide. By these kids not getting the support they need now and being able to understand what is after happening to them and even the parents, there will be lives at risk over this because the amount of people that have, and people have gone to their grave, Pat, with suicide by not telling them what has happened. And it's important to, to, to make children aware of, you know, the inappropriate behaviour by adults, but you have to be careful not to destroy the innocence of childhood as well. So it is a tightrope. Yeah, and it is. And I see that myself now with our, you know, our seven-year-old. Um, you can't wrap them up in cotton, cotton wool, but I do think, you know, the schools have, have come on an awful lot. They talk to them now about inappropriateness and, you know, I, I think, you know, there's a, there, it, it needs to develop more, but I think there's a lot more education around it and that needs to improve. But also that they understand if something is, something has happened, that you have that space to go on and talk to. And I think, you know what I mean? There's a, you know, as a parent now, I can see all of this and, um, you know, it really needs to, to, to be dealt with more in the public domain, spoken about. And again, I'm going to keep using this word, stop sweeping this under the carpet. Tony, thank you very much for joining us. Tony Delaney is an ambassador for Carrie and he himself a child sex abuse survivor. And Eamon O'Neill is Carrie's CEO and clinical officer. One comment I'll read out. Uh, they saved my son and I, through an unbelievably difficult time, I cannot believe they have to beg to stay open. This is a travesty. I'm crying writing this and so upset that it might be forced to close. The people who run Kari are exceptional. And other people wanting to know how to help Kari. I don't know if Emer's still on the line. If, if people I am wa- indeed, Pat. Yeah, if people actually want to put their hands in their own pockets and give you a bit of a dig out, it's not the solution, but every little no. helps. Uh, what might they do? Absolutely. Um, they can go onto our website, carry.ie, and there's a donate section on there. And we'd be so grateful to people. All thank right. you so much. Emer, thank you very much uh, for joining us. And if you're affected by anything in our conversation, you can contact the Samaritans on 116123 or Childline on 1800 666666. Now, coming up uh, later. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. On News Talk.